What's up, you guys? I'm so excited to be here. I'm Maya, and this is episode one of Fired Up, a podcast where I get to get fired up about shit going on in the world, and you get to add another mediocre podcast to your On My Way to Work playlist. Woo! Let's get it poppin'. Man, you guys, I have been waiting to start a podcast for so long. The problem is that I just have so much to say about literally everything and no sense of how to organize like all of my thoughts into episodes. So I decided that we'll just kind of go with the flow, you know? Whatever topic is irking my soul the most once a week, we'll kind of just, you know, land the discussion on that. But let's dive right in, people. It is 2020 and shit has hit the fan. I'm ready to narrow down the real problems with our society and I am not talking about COVID-19 people. I'm here to talk shit. I'm here to spill the tea. And honey, I am ready to give you the best relationship advice you have ever had. I may be 24 and I may literally be the worst, most unqualified individual to give an opinion on anything, but you guys, it's 2020. Okay, Donald Trump is president, so I think it's safe to say there are a lot of unqualified individuals doing a lot more important things. Okay, so there's that. So, relationships. How is everyone doing with their significant others during this pandemic? It's crazy, right? Because the last thing I thought was going going into this pandemic was like, oh my God, there's going to be so many breakups, yada, yada. And yet here we are and half the damn population has split from their fucking significant others. So what that tells me is that y'all played yourselves. Come on, ladies and gents. You're telling me right now that you did not vet your mandem before moving in with this person. Listen, relationships are complicated. I get it. I'm married. I'm not fucking oblivious to the ups and downs of partnerships. But if you cannot get through three months of hardship with someone where all you have to do is eat, sleep, fuck, and repeat, then I do not know what to tell you other than you need to stay single, okay? Three months of doing nothing together, that is the absolute ultimate test of how strong your relationship is. Because look, this shit can go two ways, right? You can either irritate the fuck out of each other to no end, rip each other's heads off, and just kind of pray for this shit to end so y'all can part ways. Or you could use this time to see how far you can grow together right? Push each other. Push each other every day. If you're going to be in each other's faces, it may as well be put to good use. You know what I mean? Motivate each other as much as you can. Accomplish whatever it is you've been putting off. The point being though, if your relationship was ended through this, sis, you need to thank God. You would not have made it through anything rough after this point, okay? So you just saved yourself a lot of hardships, sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. And look, if you are single and you're looking out there, let me tell you something, okay? First things first, change your fucking bitmoji because you know that shit's a catfish and a half, okay? Why? Okay, some please explain this to me. Explain why every time I scroll through my damn Facebook or get a message from a new contact, I'm like, bitch, you fucking wish you had big blue eyes and hair like that looked like that, but you don't, Sarah. So please, okay? Be realistic and add some glasses to your face, maybe a couple blemishes, maybe a lazy eye and some shit. If it was mine, that definitely be popping inside there. You know, maybe a couple of, I don't know, dead ends, you know. Just set the bar really low, okay? Because you can't fail that way. Think about it. We meet a guy online, Bumble, Tinder, whatever apps are out there, and he's like, wow, babe, your bitmoji did not do you justice, sis. It's just much better, okay, than him being like, yo, why did her cartoon literally look better than her? Secondly, 
Okay, your Instagrams. Wow, you guys. Okay, we need to reflect a little bit here, people. I've just, you know, I have this like really, this sounds so stupid, but I have this really bad relationship with Instagram because albeit entertaining as fuck, it's just so fucking fake, you guys. A facade, like people are just hiding behind these Photoshop pictures of themselves you know, doing things they wish represented their everyday lives, but definitely do not. And then like 90% of us believe that they really are that cool and feel terrible about ourselves in our own pathetic lives. Like the day I stopped believing in Instagram, let me tell you, was the day I was in the gym, okay? I swear to God, this is a true story. I'm working out, whatever, sweating balls. I see this girl come in with her friend, okay? She's, she's coming in to film a workout. But before this bitch starts filming, another chick who's actually in shape is showing her how to do the movements. So like she would do them right off camera, show her like, hey sis, this is how you do some fucking bicep curls. And then the next chick who was being filmed would go in and do the workout and they would film it. What the fuck did I see? Like as if that just happened. You know what I mean? Like we're sitting here thinking, oh man, Becky123 on IG, she's so she's stupid fit, you know, like her Instagram workout videos are so good, yada yada yada. Meanwhile, her friend Karen, who actually works her ass off for a nice body, is showing this bitch how to do a basic bicep curl in the gym because she can't even do it. But Becky over here is getting all the clout. You guys, I mean it's bad. It's really bad. Like I just really hope people understand how fake this shit is though. Like the best way to put it is when you walk around wherever you live, right? Like I was thinking about this the other day. There's so many fucking hot people on Instagram, right? I'm thinking about it like this. When you walk around wherever it is that you live, does your jaw drop at how insanely in shape and good looking the people are around you? Like majority, constantly? Seriously, think about it. Like, are you walking downtown and, okay, maybe downtown is not a good example, but like anywhere, anywhere else, you're walking around and you're like, damn, people are so fit. They are so good looking. Like, no. And you just, you know, you're like, wow, by golly, people are just so hot around here. No, no, no. This shit never happens. In fact, it happens so infrequently that people are so desperate when they find someone attractive because it just never happens. Like, we literally put up with shitty personalities because they're so good looking. Okay, so what the fuck makes you think that there's just so many of them on IG? They just appeared out of fucking nowhere. There's just so many attractive people hiding at home, only showing off their hot bodies to their IG followers. No, no. It's called Facetune, sis, and it is an evil app that makes their muffin top look like fucking Kim Kardashian's curvaceous pod. Okay, so stop believing that shit. It's such bullshit, like... Too much time on captions, not enough time on action, sis, said Drake, okay? Anyways, sipping my coffee, you guys. But man, social media is wonderful, isn't it? Like, it makes me feel good to log on and see a tag photo of some bitch who bullied me in high school, right? Looking like shit and like she's doing nothing with her life. Like, yeah, wow. Great to see you, sis. Great to see that your bullying was put to good use and you're so successful. You know, you got your criminology and fucking kinesiology degree, which are both super relevant degrees to have in this world. It is so nice to see that. But like the thing I'm really jealous is 
of is your side business. You are a boss ass bitch with your fucking candle and shampoo sales that you get and sell from inside your home because you're an entrepreneur with your fucking three kids. God, I have to say that's like the one thing that, you know, really makes me feel pretty good about myself. Like I was seriously bullied in high school. Um, but anyway, seriously guys, let me ask you this. How much time do you spend on Instagram? Like, take a second, right? It doesn't even matter because no matter what you just said in your head or out loud, it's too much. I realized the other day, like as I was kind of mentioning before, that the only purpose of that app is just to show off. So my friend Emily has a podcast. She's fucking hilarious, by the way. It's called 23 Going on 3. You have to check it out on Spotify. She was like one of those friends, you know, in high school where we were never like that close. But then as I got older, I was like, why were we not like BFF? Like, can someone explain to me? You know what I mean? And then like the people you were friends with in high school, you're like, why the fuck was I your friend? You're, you know what I mean? Like one of those. Anyway, she touched on this briefly in her episode, right? About how people just use these apps to create this like facade and an entirely fake picture of what their lives are really like. But guys, we're just like sitting here scrolling comparing ourselves and like wishing we had someone else's life do you even know what that does to someone's mental health like god it's no wonder millennials are so anxious and fucking depressed and like whatever other problems we have because we seem to have a lot we're just constantly comparing ourselves to others like the one thing is though there's a really really harsh reality that we all have to face and it's not an easy one but basically what that reality is, is that there are thousands, if not millions of people who are better looking, fitter, and smarter than you. You, not me, of course, but there are millions, you guys. I mean, it's crazy. Like, no, but seriously, like we, we're all humans, right? We have so much potential if it's uncapped, but you cannot measure success by Instagram and nice Photoshops, like especially when that shit is so fucking fake. I promise you it's so fake. I can't tell you, like, I went to an art school, you know, in high school, and a lot of these people grew up and kind of became some poppin' um, folks, some of them of which are super bad, super cool, super poppin', whatever, but a lot of them, I know for a fact, do not look like the way they're looking on Instagram in real life, okay? Even people that I didn't meet in school met elsewhere, like, their Instagrams, catfish101, sis. But yeah, you guys, like, yesterday I was driving, right? And I, like, I, I jotted this down to talk about in the podcast. And this is not something that I would normally talk about because it's fucking disgusting. But I had to tell you this fucking story because it's, it's unreal. So I'm driving with my husband on the highway and there's like an ad for a diva cup, right? Which if you don't know what it is, um, it's like, it's basically like this cup that you use instead of a tampon for women called diva cups right my husband was like what the fuck is that so i was trying to explain it to him and like while i was explaining it to him i remember this fucking story you guys okay so i used to work with this girl once super fucking strange she had literally all of the annoying qualities that you can possibly have in one person like i'm not even kidding nosy know-it-all ass kisser she was a fucking snitch she was a little 6'9 fucking snitch bitch ass. And like somehow she had a boyfriend who was not completely disgusting or anything. I mean, he was pretty gross, but he wasn't disgusting, you know what I mean? 
Anyhow, one day we start talking about our periods for some reason. We're females and that tends to come up. And whatever. So, like, she's telling me, I guess, you know, some shit about Diva Cups. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what those are. Like, I don't use them. But what do you do? You just, like, shove them up your cooch. Like, whatever. Like, just, like, a tampon. And you just, like, like, like how does this shit work? Explain, right? So she's like, yeah, they're just way easier. Like, you don't have to change them as often. So look, right away, I'm turned off by this conversation because the first thing you're mentioning as a benefit is that I can kind of avoid something that represents cleanliness. So I just can't wait to see where the fuck this conversation goes because I can already tell she's a dirty bitch. Anyway, so she's going on about how to use them and yada yada, and she tells me like, yeah, like, so, you know, when it's full, you simply just, like, dump the blood into the toilet. You take it to the sink and you just, like, rinse it, whatever, and you shove it back up there. It doesn't say wash, by the way. It specifically uses the word rinse. Cool, you're dirty. Cool. So, naturally, um, because I'm fucking curious, I'm like, so what if I'm in public? Like, the public washroom is just not a good place for that. You guys, I have never... Like, I could not prepare myself for what this bitch said. She's like, oh, you just like dump it in the toilet and then you rinse it in there. I'm like, rinse it where? Where? She's like, in the toilet. People think the toilets are really gross, but they're actually much cleaner than you would think. I said, oh, is that so? Like, this is why I have an issue with online dating people. This might seem way out far left field. But you know that that bitch did not put that information on her bio. And let me tell you, that is a deal breaker. Okay? So, you you know, you think you saw this fucking mediocre Asian bitch on, online. You're like, ah, she's kind of cute. She has a nice smile, whatever. Good job. And then you meet her and you find out she rinses her fucking vagina cup in a public toilet. Okay, cool. Great. That's awesome. Like, I'm married now, right? So I kind of forget the stupidity of online dating. But uh, my best friend is single. Shout out to Maddie. And I honestly get the best stories from her. So I just, you know, I'm living the best of both worlds. Just about, like, the stupid shit guys say to her and whatnot. Definitely don't miss it in the slightest. But having a single best friend is, like, having that constant reassurance of, like, Girl, it's okay. You did the right thing settling down with who you did. Like, the amount of pieces of shit that are out there is astronomical. Even worse is seeing in stories, like, seeing stories on, like, Instagram or Facebook or whatever of girls my age, you know, 23, 24, and they, they're on, like, their fucking third and fourth kid. I'm like, holy fuck. Can you imagine, like, you're, you're 23, you're 24, and you're on your third and fourth kid? Like, bro, I just mastered how to make the perfect cup of coffee. Like, I just mastered the perfect amount of, like, you know, coffee to milk ratio. There's no way I'd be able to raise a human being. I'm sorry. That's, that's the last thing that I can do. But hey, you know, to each their own. Like, I'm, listen, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying me. I could, a bitch could never, I could never, but you know, the thing is like, as a society, we kind of put timelines on everything, you know what I mean? So it's like, 
you know, you graduate university and I don't know, I didn't go to university, thank God. So, you know, you're what, you're like 23-ish or whatever. Somehow, you know, we're expected to graduate, find an incredible job with no experience and meet and maintain a strong partnership for the next couple of years until that question is popped and you get married. And then within that time frame, you're supposed to build your career, maintain friendships, stay fit, you know, hold that good relationship with your family. It's so fucking unreasonable. Like the amount of pressure we put on ourselves is so unfair. Obviously, like I'm a special case because I'm 24 and I am married, but I got a very early start to my career, hence my ability to focus more on, you know, my personal life. By like the age of 22, I was like VP of lending strategies and sales at my company. So I'm like, yo, I got this shit down. Let me let me go find myself someone that can take care of me and I can take care of them, etc. But like not to mention kids. Like when I was younger, I wanted kids so bad. I think I think a lot of us did. Um but by the time I was 26, like like I wanted them by the time I was 26, so I'd at least have one. I mean, that's how old my parents were, so naturally it just seems super attainable. But now it's like I'm 24 years old and I'm not a complete loser, but I'm just getting to the peak of my career, just married, putting way, paying way too much fucking money for rent. And I'm expected to bring a little being into this chaotic world. Like, fuck no, bro. I have at least five years before I even consider bringing a mini me out here. You know what I mean? It's just, we. I just like, and you know, I get it. Like, especially for my friends who I'm really close with, like, I totally get that it can be a little bit of, like, a, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but it can be kind of shitty when, like, you know, you're single or whatever. And and then one of your close friends gets married and, like, moves out. And it's fucking a lot of pressure, man. Like, you feel like, okay, should I be, like, on their level? Like, why is my life just not close to them? But listen, you you can't do that. Like, I know so many of my friends who are at completely different phases in their lives. Some are more successful. Some are definitely, you know, still figuring out what they want to do. And that's so cool. Like, that's totally cool. You know what I mean? Some people don't know what the hell they want to do until they're like 40. And I get it. You just, we spend so much time because we, you know, we focus on our age and these time frames. And it's like, the crazy thing is, if there were no ages, like no one had a number to represent how long they've been on earth and you just sort of like lived your life not knowing like i always wonder how would you live your life differently you know if at all like i always think about that if i didn't know how old i was would i feel less accomplished would i feel more accomplished like would i feel the same type of pressure or whatever and yeah it's crazy i think about that sometimes and like secondary to that, I think like if you knew you'd never fail at anything and success was guaranteed, what would you do then? Like this pandemic, and look, I don't want to focus too much on it because I feel like every podcast everywhere is talking about it, which is cool, but I don't, you know, it's, it's whatever, we're living it every day, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But like what it's made me realize is that I'm capable of so much more than what I thought but just being in that hustle and bustle of a regular life every day and not being able to really have a lot of time to reflect on anything or like where I'm at um you know it doesn't really give you an opportunity to kind of just open up your thoughts and figure out like 
man, I can really do a lot more than what I think I can. You know what I mean? Like, I think that in a lot of ways, this pandemic obviously was tragic and it was something that none of us expected, none of us were ready for. It heavily impacted a lot of people's lives. It, I mean, it heavily impacted mine. Um, but in a lot of ways, it was super positive. Um, it gives us so much time to just reflect and also to get a head start on shit that we maybe, you know, maybe we wanted to do before, but we just didn't have the time, um, starting up businesses that we had ideas for that we weren't able to focus on before. That's something I'm doing and it's super exciting and I'm really proud of myself and, you know, like fitness goals. Um, yeah, it's crazy, you guys. And you, you got to think about this too, right? Like, imagine it was winter. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, if it was winter, I wouldn't care about staying inside so much. No, bitch, you would because those little walks that you go for every day would be in the snow. Like, you literally wouldn't even be able to go on your balcony without being miserable. So we should be happy that it's summer and this is happening because at least we have nice weather to keep our spirits up slightly. Um... And yeah, like, I was just thinking about that this morning, like, thank God it's summer. Um, and look, hopefully it ends soon, but if it doesn't, like, really just spend this time thinking about what you can do to accomplish things that you haven't had time to focus on yet. And yeah, run with it. Um, I wanted to, like, talk about fitness briefly because um, I'm not a fitness guru, first of all, okay? But a lot of my friends do come to me for fitness advice. And I think, I think the reason why is because, um, you know, when I was younger, like I was always thin and whatnot. I was, I've always been active, first of all. Let me just say that I've always been into sports and I played basketball, I played volleyball, I played soccer. I am a boxer, so I, like, and I use that term lightly. But um, yeah, like I've always been, I've always been active. But there was a period in my life right after I left high school where you know, I, I had thyroid problems, gained a bit of weight, and it was very hard to keep it off. And so I probably gained like 40 or 50 pounds. And so, you know, once I decided to get rid of it all and I lost a bunch of weight, I became, you know, I've gotten to better shape than I've ever been in my life. So I think that a lot of my friends are like, oh, like, this is someone that can give me realistic advice. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not someone they don't know. They know that I wasn't naturally born with fucking six-pack abs. And you know what I mean? So I think people, like, kind of trust my advice knowing who I am and knowing that I used to be a bit heavier and that I have struggled just like everyone else. And it's not easy, right? Like, especially for me, um, losing weight is not easy as a female, period. But yeah, it's a difficult journey. But I wanted to kind of, like, talk about a couple of things. Um, because obviously it, 2020, um, and 2019, like keto diet is huge. Low carb diets are huge. All of these, you know, intermittent fasting things are huge and there definitely are benefits to fasting and whatnot. Um, I know that for a fact, and I've done a ton of research on a lot of these different diets to kind of figure out what it is that works so well for people. So I'm not, I'm not, um, I want to put like kind of a disclaimer and say that I'm not dissing dieting completely, but what I will say is that I don't really support it. And the reason I say that is because it encourages binge eating. And what I mean by that is like, you know, you diet for so long, you, you avoid carbs that you really need for energy. Um, especially if you're working out, you guys, you know, you avoid like 
fruits with really high sugar and you avoid all the shit. And so Saturday, Sunday comes and you fucking binge eat a bunch of shit or, you know, you do the keto for a few months and then you slowly take yourself off of it and boom, you're gaining weight again, obviously, because your body's not in ketosis anymore or whatever the fuck. So it really does encourage binge eating and it makes you feel like you're restricting yourself. Any diet that or any, you know, lifestyle um, that makes you feel like you're restricting yourself from eating certain things and like you're still hungry or you're craving things is not a good plan. It's just not. Um, Obviously, you know, everybody's different. So I can't give standard advice and nobody can really give standard advice on like, um, you know, what you should eat and whatnot because I don't know how many times you work out and, and how many, how active you are. But here's some fucking ad-free advice in under 30 seconds, okay? Shortcut your carbs. If you're not exercising a lot, you should be having low carbohydrates. Um, if you're not exercising at all, you should probably be eating like 50 to 100 grams of carbs and no more a day. And I would probably say more towards the 50 grams a day. This is what I did, right? Um, you should definitely avoid sugar entirely. After about a week of being off sugar, you won't even want it anyways, I promise you. Um, but if you're not exercising, you should. You really should. Not just to get fit, but to keep your heart healthy and to keep you you know, mentally fit as well. Exercising is something that helps significantly with just your mental health. You're releasing endorphins. You feel amazing. And the confidence you get after even just one workout is amazing. I know a lot of people right now are struggling with at-home workouts, but I want to tell you that my husband and I, so like I mentioned, we like I'm a boxer. My husband is actually a professional boxer, so we are very active, okay? And when I mean very active, I mean we work out once, twice a day sometimes. We are constantly in the gym, you know, pre-pandemic obviously, and fitness is extremely important to us. So it's a big part of our lives, you know what I mean? So when this pandemic popped off, we were obviously really worried about the fact that A, there's no sparring partners anymore, there's no boxing gym, there's no this, there's no that. How the fuck are we gonna do this? So we have dumbbells, so we are a little bit fortunate on that side and some skipping ropes and pads and gloves and everything. But even just not using any equipment, you guys, there are a lot of really, really effective high intensity workouts that you can do at home that are equally, actually more effective than whatever you're doing in the gym, I promise you. Um, HIIT workouts are really big these days for a reason. They're highly effective. There are a couple of channels that I would recommend. I know a lot of people have been going on about these Instagrammers who post like, you know, 30 second clips of like these mini at-home workouts. They're all garbage, do not follow them. I've yet to see a good one, unless it's like Gabby Cheyenne. I don't know if you guys know who she is. She's amazing, you should check her out. Um, but some good channels are like Millionaire Hoy, so Millionaire millionaire, and then H-O-Y, or Funk Roberts. These guys do workouts that are highly effective in shorter time periods, so 35 to 45 minutes. You're going to sweat your ass off. You do not need equipment. They are extremely challenging, and I'm, I would say I'm probably an intermediate level, so for me to say that it's challenging, it's pretty fucking challenging, and... Um, you're going to be burning calories long after you complete these workouts. So there's some advice. I hope that helped somebody um, who might be looking for some, some good content to kind of refer to in, in terms of figuring out what type of workouts are effective. 
But definitely do not use this pandemic as an excuse to quit your fitness journey because if anything, now is the time to really focus on yourself. You don't have to be in a gym with people. You can be alone. You can, you know, sweat your ass off, look ugly as fuck. You don't need to put on makeup, whatever the hell girls do to go to the gym. Do it in your house. Sweat it out. Get the hard parts done so that by the time we do get back to the gym, um, although it'll never be normal again, um, you'll be able to kind of, you know, be a little bit more experienced by then. So that's my advice. Um, this has been really cool, you guys. I don't know who's listening. If you are listening, that's fucking awesome. And I hope I can keep doing this. I really just want a platform to be able to kind of talk about shit that everybody's thinking, but not everyone wants to talk to really say themselves. Um, you know, I don't care what people think, so I will say it for you. DM me with suggestions of anything you want me to talk about. I would fucking love for you guys to like submit questions. I will totally give you advice, like honest, hard advice. Um, and yeah, this has been really fun, you guys. I hope you liked it. Share it with your friends. I can't wait to do this again. And thank you so much for listening. Go outside, get some fucking sun, you know, uh, check out Millionaire Hoy on YouTube, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Yay!